With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Sunstein Sessions on iHeartRadio. Conversations about issues that matter. Here's your host, winner of two Gracie Awards, Shelly Sunstein. As you may know, if you listen to the Jim Kerr Rock and Roll Morning Show, uh, Monday through Friday, Jim Kerr is a lover of history and his condo is filled with historical books that he cannot part with. And so when I saw the wonderful movie, The Journey, I immediately passed it on to Jim because I said, you have to see this movie. If you're into history, The Journey is now playing at the IFC Center, also at Lincoln Plaza. And it's a story of how two men from opposite sides of the political spectrum came together and changed the course of history because they were forced to talk to each other. Does that sound familiar in today's times? Now, this wasn't that long ago. This was in 2006, amidst the ongoing decades-long conflict in Northern Ireland. And uh, there were peace negotiations. And on the one corner was Sir Ian Paisley, the conservative British loyalist, and on the other side, a former IRA leader, Martin McGuinness, And um, Nick Ham took their story. We don't know exactly how much of it was true because there are liberties involved. But the two men, well, there was a a tradition in Northern Ireland for opposition party politicians to have to travel together so that there would be no assassination attempt on one or the other. Fascinating, and that's where the story begins. So, Nick, I'll let you continue. Yeah, wasn't it? It was uh, that that fact that you mentioned was it's always quite interesting because it was never a government edict. It was never they never did it. It uh, just it was just well they did it, it out of happened. mutual security, I think. Yeah. You know, and they did it over th- over twenty thirty years. So you mm. had this extraordinary idea that people who who were kind of bitter enemies would get on a commercial flight together, share conversations about you know, normal stuff and then get off the flight and, 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 and hate each other and, and preach, you know, God fire and damnation to each other. And, you know, there was really funny incidents over the years. They would, they, they would get on well during the journey and then they would refuse to get off the plane together. So they'd have to get off one at a time so that their supporters didn't see them together, together. I and mean, getting along. Like, yeah. I mean, it's like <laughs> literally you, you couldn't write it. You know, well, we did write it. Is the point, and right. so we sort of took this idea and we we said, look, when uh, we found out about one particular journey that took place between these two men, as you said, and and they um, it was during the peace talks in Northern Ireland, and uh, they had, Paisley flew on a private jet that the government had arranged for him to go back to Ireland because he was celebrating his fiftieth wedding. He was celebrating his fiftieth wedding anniversary, and, and the government hired the debt from Christaberg. So Christopher's private jet picked picked them up, oh. uh, and uh, McGuinness decided to go on the jet with them. And this was the first time, believe it or not, that in thirty years these guys 
had, I mean, you know, basically accused McGuinness of trying to kill him on many occasions. You know, don't forget, McGuinness was the, almost the de facto head uh, historically of the IRA. Right. And Pacey was the, the pretty much the head of the militant Protestant forces within Northern Ireland. So two mortal <clears throat> enemies you Two absolutely about. the most opposed uh, politicians but on, on, on every single fibre of their being. Uh, and so what happened on, on that jet is that they started to speak. They started to talk and they realized they were the same. They realized that it was the and, and and so what we did is we took that note that idea. Because what actually happened with those two guys is they formed one of the most unique and unlikely political friendships in modern history. And because they did that, because they forged that relationship, because they had that friendship, they then allowed the peace process to happen. And so what it proves is in this time where we are very readily to and easily condemn politicians as you know having as being kind of craven for power or being corrupt or having their hands in their pockets or feeling you know there not all politicians are like that. Some politicians are very very good people. They actually have an agenda. And this proves that if you give, if politicians reach beyond their own base, they reach beyond preaching to the people that support them, and they reach, they reach to another agenda, they reach to another constituency, and they try and speak to that other constituency, that things can happen, that, that, that events can change. And in Northern Ireland, these two men did that. They, they went beyond the safety of their own tribe. They reached out to each other and they found peace. And that actually happened and people stopped killing each other. I mean, that is just so extraordinary. And it really wasn't that long ago. I mean, you're talking about 11 years ago, yeah. although it, it, it seems like longer ago to me. Doesn't because it? The, whole, the whole world has changed so much in the interim. You're so right. I mean, it, it's almost like you can't keep up with politics now. It's almost like it's almost like it's it's the twenty. It's like a a five hour news cycle. It's it's not even a twenty four hour news cycle. It's it's ridiculous. And 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 so and so what's happened is and and, and actually that was just the 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 idea behind the you know behind the picture, which was look this has happened. This could happen with other people. This could happen in the Middle East. This could happen in South America. This could happen in places of conflict. But it takes politicians with moral fibre, with a sense of leadership and a sense of security in their own being to do this. And, but, and you know, I think we have to ask ourselves, where are those people now? Well, I think I would take this a step further. We're talking about The Journey, a film by Nick Ham, and you can see it now at the IFC Center in Lincoln Plaza. But it's not just politicians who aren't talking to each other. People, I mean, people here in the United States stop talking to each other over where they stand with the presidency. It started during the campaign. We thought with the election things would get better but things actually got worse. And then we, we just had that assassination attempt by the gunman at the congressional baseball practice where he was targeting Republicans. And if the congressional whip hadn't been there with his security force, if he didn't show up for practice, they all could have been dead because he had his security people there. 
I mean, it's just extraordinary what is happening in these times. But it all comes back to the premise of your film, which is if you all are just forced to talk to each other. I don't mean on Facebook. I don't mean on social media. I mean like you and me sitting together looking at each other and having a conversation and not thinking that because you disagree with someone that they have to be your enemy. And these two men were enemies. In well, it's, fact. More, it's actually more than that, isn't it? It's not just about talking, to be honest with you, because you and I can do this and politicians do this all, all day long. They do this in, in, in the studios like we're sitting in right now, you know. The, but but who are they? T- where, they're talking to their to their to their base, their constituencies. To their constituencies, as they're talking, to, you're not talking to you. They're talking to support their own people. But I mean, what a we, private conversation. I, well, what we did in the movie is we stripped away all of that. So we stu- we, we 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 put the pit, we put them in the back of a car, and then we disrupt. It's a buddy movie. I mean, it's about two people who absolutely hate each other that by the end of the movie quite like each other. You know, it's it's, it's this kind of I think it's a sort of new genre. It's like a political road movie. It's yeah. ridiculous and it's very funny. So we kept the whole thing going with humor. But you stripped away all of everything that normal uh, the normal artifice of a politician. No assistance, no media, no television cameras, no nothing. So literally, you're in the proximity next to somebody, and you're sitting in a car, and you're going, can I have the window down? No. Can I borrow your phone? No. Can we stop for gas? Or do, should we? So you have to deal with the more domestic issues of life. And then when you start to do that, you realise actually you're very similar. And I think, you're de- I think you're so right. I think that what's going on is there's an entrenchment in, in terms of our views. And rather than actually... And I think liberals are as bad as the, as, 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 as the Republicans, to be quite honest with you. I think there's a sort of literally a massive divide. Mm-hmm. And we have to sort this out. Not just in, it's not just an American issue, no, by no, the way. No. This is a European issue as well. This is a cultural issue that is going on in the West, which is to do with all kinds of factors that are way beyond you and I talking about in the studio. <laughs> but, you know, I, I think that social media has made things worse because you can hide, you can be somewhat anonymous. You can say things that you would never say to Well, it's given a voice to, it's given a voice to idiots. I mean, that's what social media does. It mm. gives a voice to morons. And so, you know, so, and suddenly when, when an idiot and a moron has a voice, then other morons and idiots join that idiot. So, you know, you have the idiots brigade. So, you know, that's the, the enablement of, of consciousness among social media has, has have huge benefits, but it's also had, you know, you, you had huge, huge deficits because now, but you don't have to listen to those guys. You just have to get better educated, by the way. You don't have to follow what people say. You just have to understand things better. So what has been the reaction to the journey? Well, it's been fantastic. Really. We opened it last year at the Venice Film Festival. So we sort of started there, and you know, I was kind of nervous at the beginning because you sort of went, you play it to a thousand people in in Italy at sort of ten o'clock at night at the festival, which is all very glamorous. And you think, oh my god, how are these people going to understand this movie? I mean, this, this is you know, this is a small little movie in Ireland, is that? And, and yet they started to laugh within ten minutes. And then we played it at Toronto, and the same thing. And then we opened it in in Ireland about a month ago. And then we open it here and, and it's opened here in America. And the response has been really quite emotional, quite kind of the Irish response was really emotional. I'm both sure. sides. You know, we opened it in Belfast and, and we made sure that both sides came to to the opening of the movie. So, you know, you had 
senior figures in Sinn Féin, senior figures in the DUP, ex-hunger strikers, ex-IRA members. So really, you talk about entrenchment, people who, who had spent years literally hating each other. And they both, and you know, because of the relationship with these two guys, they sort of came together and then they saw this movie the other, the other week and there was a real catharsis in the room. There was a real sense of, you know, we did this. You know, it's really hard to make a movie about good news. It's really it's easy to make a movie about bad news, about conflict. But it's really hard to celebrate things in life that are actually really purposeful and good. And that's what we wanted to do with the picture and and allow people the opportunity to just basically celebrate the idea of peace and concession. And what this movie does is it celebrates the idea of compromise. And I know that's a very untrendy idea and I know that's not very current. But actually, you know what? Compromise is what allows you to live. And, and tell us about the stars of the movie. Well, this, the, Because the, you, had to, you had to get this right particularly playing to a Northern Ireland audience, because if you didn't get the right people in these roles, it just wouldn't have worked. Yeah, if you, if you, don't, if you don't make this stuff authentic, right. you can't take it anywhere. So it has to work at home, and then it can work in America. Because the American, Americans view the, trouble, the situation in, in Ireland very differently than the English right. do. Frankly, the English are bored of the whole bloody thing and hate it. You know, they couldn't, they couldn't. But the, the, the Americans look at it differently. They look at it through a different lens. So Timothy Spall, who, who plays Paisley. Who is just amazing. Who, he's an extraordinary Always modern amazing. actor. I mean, he's literally, you know, he's just one of the most, I think somebody described him to me the other day as the contemporary Charles Lawton. I mean, he's sort of like this extremely brilliant, brilliant, yeah, uh, you know, yeah, young, not young man, but young, young actor. He's, I feel like his career is almost starting again. You probably last saw him in Turner here. You yes. Know? Oh, he was wonderful. You know, in that movie, Things he in that movie just him, seared in your in Seared your in your head. I mean, yeah. the guy learned to paint, for God's sake. Yeah. You know, Tim learned to paint to do that movie. I didn't realize you know, that. Yeah, he learned wow. how to paint. Like, he went and studied painting for two years, like, Turner, to understand two it. Years. Yeah, he really did. So he immersed himself in these roles. So, so you're dealing with an absolute consummate professional with Tim Spall. And, and, and then Colomini, as everybody knows here from, from, from you know, the Star Trek series and all the rest of it, he's a great Irish actor. And I was fortunate enough to be able to have John Hurt in one of his last roles. Yeah. And John provides a kind of narrative backbone to the film. And he kind of secures the sort of middle ground of the movie. And then Toby Stevens, who's in Black Sails, as you guys know from here. And then Freddie Highmore, who's in um, Bates Motel. So... Really cool, cool cast of, of really good actors, and uh, and um, you know a very very pleasant movie to work on. Uh, okay, I want to remind you that the journey can be seen now. It is open at the IFC on Sixth Avenue and also at the Lincoln Square, and then it'll be opening uh, in coming weeks elsewhere. And if you missed any part of this interview, you can catch up on the iHeartRadio app on my podcast, Sunstein Sessions, or any of the other recent interviews I've done. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at Chabacasino.com. 
Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.